have two Bible readings this morning, one from the Old Testament and one from the New. The one from the Old Testament is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Turning over to the New Testament, our second reading is John chapter 10, verses 11 to 28. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, He is demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered round him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Pam. Uh, If you've been at St. Margaret's over the last few weeks, you'll know we've been doing a series about the names of God or the character of God. And this week... uh, I invite Colin, Professor Colin, to come and speak to us about um, this passage. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Pam, for readings. This is very clear. 
So, as it's Remembrance Day, we're having a Remembrance Day theme, and I'd like to introduce you to somebody. Okay, so a little bit fuzzy the picture, but uh, this uh, chappy here, who goes by the name of Old Bill Ransley, <coughs> is an interesting character. He joined the army way back in about 1880, and very soon was on his way to South Africa to fight in the Boer War, the first Boer War in uh, South Africa. He stayed in the army for about 10 years, and he'd always been a keen and committed Christian, and he decided that he would like to work full-time for God, and therefore he, he joined an army, uh, sorry, an organization known as the Army Scripture Readers Association. And so he became an army scripture reader. And for the first few years, he was working in military hospitals, probably in this country. But during the First World War, he was posted to northern France. And this was at the time of the horrific Battle of the Somme, which was from July to November 2016, one of the worst battles in the First World War. More than 19,000 British and Commonwealth soldiers were killed, and more than 40,000 were injured. But the result of that three months' intense fighting was that very little ground was gained by the Allies. So it was such a horrendous waste of human life and suffering. So at that time, Bill worked in field hospitals supporting uh, wounded and dying soldiers. And during the Battle of the Somme, he kept a diary. And amazingly, this has survived and has been published. And it gives us a little bit of an insight into what he did and what conditions were like at that time. The main points that come out of that are that the numbers of wounded in the hospitals were huge. Staff were very much uh, overworked. Interestingly, as well as British wounded, they often looked after German wounded soldiers. One of Bill's main tasks was to distribute New Testaments to the wounded and dying troops. And often they were very well received. And he had these in both English and German for the German troops. So Bill would pray with them. Many of them committed themselves uh, through his ministry to God. He wrote letters home to their families. Perhaps surprisingly, the German wounded soldiers seem to have been very well looked after in the field hospitals run by the British. And they were generally treated well by British soldiers, some humanity being shown in an otherwise awful situation. Now, one interesting uh, point mentioned in Bill's diary is that soldiers very commonly believed that if they died in battle, they would go straight to heaven. And apparently, even some of the army chaplains were preaching this message. And this is a, pot a point that I'd like to come back to a little bit later, 
um, as we look at our readings from today. So Pam kindly read from us uh, Psalm 23 and some verses from John chapter 10. And both of these mention shepherds. In fact, shepherds are quite often mentioned in the Bible. So the psalm that uh, Pam read, the Lord is my shepherd, is pretty much known by everybody and clearly tells us that God is like a shepherd who cares very much for his flock or for his people. So when I talk about sheep in this talk, please remember that we're thinking of us as God's sheep or Jesus' sheep. Okay. So in John chapter 10, at the beginning of the reading, we see that Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And he says that twice. By saying that he is the good shepherd implies that there must be bad shepherds. And it's well known that in Old Testament times especially, many of the shepherds, that is, many of the leaders of God's people, were not good shepherds. They didn't care for their people. And we have a whole chapter about this in Ezekiel chapter 34, which we won't read, but I'll just read a little excerpt from it. This is verses 2 to 4 of Ezekiel chapter 34. It says, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who only take care of themselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals. But you do not take care of the flock. And I could read on, and the condemnation of the leaders of Israel who did not behave like good shepherds uh, continues. Jesus, as the good shepherd, is in stark contrast to these bad shepherds of the Old Testament. So he says, I am the good shepherd. This is one of the so-called I am sayings that we find in John's Gospel. So I am, used by Jesus, is significant because it's a name for God, a name of God that originates way back in the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 3. So when God called Moses, Moses asked God who he was. And God replies, I am who I am. So Jesus is using the name for God and in doing so is claiming to be the Son of God. So, in the following verses of John chapter 10 that uh, Pam read to us, Jesus explains why he can justly be called the Good Shepherd. Now, in this passage that uh, Pam read, there's actually quite a lot that we could discuss, but due to time, we're going to just look look mainly on what Jesus says about the relationship he has with his sheep, in other words, with us. In verse 14, 
Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. So as we've seen, Jesus is the son of God and therefore he knows all about each one of us intimately. But the important question here is, how well do we know him? If we don't know him, then we are not his sheep, according to what it says here. Okay? Because he says, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. So if we don't know Jesus, we have to think about whether or not we are his sheep. Again, in verse 27, Jesus says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. So if we know Jesus, we should be showing that by listening to his voice and following him. And in the next verse, we see the most important benefit of being his sheep, where Jesus says, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Notice that he gives eternal life to his sheep, not to all sheep. In other words, only those who know and follow Jesus will receive this blessing. So, going back to the soldiers in the First World War, was their belief that being killed in battle would assure them of a place in heaven actually true? Our reading makes it clear that it is not true. They will not get a place in heaven if they die in battle. Jesus says he gives He gives sheep that know him eternal life. So it's a gift from God. No amount of good works, even dying an honourable death, fighting for a just cause, will not compensate for not knowing Jesus. This is because, as we will be reminded when we receive communion, that we need his forgiveness for our failings and wrongdoing. In verse 11 of our reading, we read that the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Our sin can only be forgiven because Jesus, as the good shepherd, laid down his life voluntarily on the cross for his sheep and by his resurrection defeated death. And... One of the other I am sayings in John, of course, is Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. So Jesus clearly promises eternal life to us only if we are his sheep. And he will guide and care for us in this life too. These days we're facing some very difficult and challenging times. We're well aware of the war in the Ukraine, which actually has the potential to become nuclear. Most of us are worried about the economic situation, causing many to struggle. And this week, 
the International Meeting on Climate Change has been meeting to try and address the serious impact of global warming. Sadly, most experts believe that we won't be able to limit global warming by one and a half degrees as desired. So it's more important than ever that we know the Good Shepherd. He is our only hope. One more thing I can say is if anybody would like to look at a copy of uh, Old Bill's diary, um, please see me afterwards. <laughs>